Hello, you are listening to the Wooden Baked Pizza Podcast, brought to you by Michelin. I'm joking. Do we get a sponsorship with Michelin? <sighs> no, I just couldn't think of another company. I thought you were going to say like Squarespace. I don't know what we'd be keeping their tires on with this podcast. Josh's car? Maybe that's our seats. We're sitting on their tires. Oh yeah, Michelin nice. seats. The Michelins. Oh, that's I right. told that story about uh, the Michelin man assassinating Bigfoot, so... Oh yeah, oh, yeah. It is. yeah, yeah. Maybe we Full should get circle. sponsored. Yeah, where where are we at? Where, where are we at? Michelin? <laughs> Where's your white? Come put tires on Josh's car. I already so, have tires. Speaking of where we're at, where were we at last week? We took a sick week because I was sick. Josh, their Austin was sick. Yeah, and his wife was sick, and so I was playing video games. She is still currently sick. I am mostly over it. I just cough up mucus occasionally, but she is still pushing through the weeds. Of the sickness. If y'all want to hear what Austin sounds like when he coughs up mucus, uh, let Madison know. We'll record it and post it. She's that, shaking her head no. That, yeah. so I think we're not going to do that. that you can use your imaginations to <laughs> never mind. Create what I sounded like. Unless he coughs, and I just won't. I won't bleep it. I'm going to hold it down. But it'll be good. <laughs> okay. But we're back. We are back. So um, I will get us started this week, um, and I came up with the idea. I like my uh, segments to rhyme like I had last time with the um, render into Caesar or burn it loud like cedar. So this week we have heresy or Pharisee. (laughs) (laughs) So the idea is um, I have three quotes and some of them are from scripture. Some of them are not. And so I'm going to read them to you and have you decide which one is heresy or which one is we're we're using Pharisee to denote that it's scriptural and it's Hmm. legit. Okay. Even though the Pharisees are sometimes not right in the Old Testament, they were good. So we're going to go with that. Um, So the first quote, I'll read it to you. Okay. And then you tell me whether or not you think it's heresy or Pharisee. And then if you think it's heresy, tell me where you think it's from. If it's heresy? Yeah. If you, wait, what? So if it's heresy, wouldn't it be not scripture? Yeah, it's not scripture. So tell me like what you think it is. Oh, like. Like who you think said it or like oh, where you okay. think it came from. Because it's right. a quote. It's from something. Okay. Okay. So the first quote is, these children that come up to you with knives, they are your children. You taught them. I didn't teach them. I just tried to help them stand up. Heresy or Pharisee? <laughs> I would say that's not a difficult one. I don't think that's in the Bible. That was level one. Yeah, I was about to say, that doesn't sound like scripture. Okay. Who do you think said it? Or maybe it's in like one of those small minor prophets that we don't read too often in the Old Testament. <laughs> no, it is heresy. Uh, that was uh, Charles Manson. Um, oh. Yeah, I'm never going to get any of these quotes. <laughs> wow. So can you read it again now that I know who said it? These children that come up to you with knives, they are your children. You taught them. I didn't teach them. I just tried to help them stand up. Whoa. He said this after he had you know the women or the people go murder Sharon Tate. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Um, well, it's not scripture. (laughs) So our second quote, heresy or Pharisee, do not give dogs what is holy and do not throw your pearls before pigs, lest they trample them underfoot and turn to attack you. That's another easy one. That's that's Pharisee. You said that's Pharisee? Yeah. Okay, Austin? Pharisee. Okay, yeah, that's Matthew 7, 6. Yes, sir. I remember that one. 
easy one. And then the last one, I only had three. I was rushing before we started. That's okay. Oh, um, okay. Jesus says, the one who seeks should not cease seeking until he finds. And when he finds, he will be dismayed. And when he is dismayed, he will be astonished. And he will be king over the all. Over the all? Yeah, I mean, I think it's the translation I found. Like the translation I was using. I didn't use ESV, if that's what you're asking. Didn't you just give it away and say it's Pharisee? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I want to say that doesn't really sound like it's from the Bible. Book of Mormon. <laughs> that's my guess. Okay, what do you think? I, just not from the Bible. I think it may be in, like, the Torah, maybe. Well, the Torah is. I mean, not the Torah. The Torah. Torah. Um, what's it called? What is the Muslims use? Oh, uh, the Quran. The Quran, Quran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is actually from the Apocrypha, which is what the Catholics use. That's from the book of, or the Gospel of Thomas. Interesting. Yeah. So, I tried to find one where it was Jesus speaking, to kind of make it seem like maybe it was huh. not heresy. Interesting. But yeah. Yeah. The reason I say that one is heresy is just because I go with the fact that the majority of the Apocrypha is not well. I would say the, up by outside. the apocrypha is not canonical and it wasn't breathed by God. And some of it's just like directly against the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, yeah, you do have to do works to get to heaven. And, uh, angels are like procreating with people. Just a small difference. A tiny bit. Yeah. A minor, think minor the, difference. Who do they think the author of Thomas is? A Thomas? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. It was written way later. It was written oh, okay. like 200 years later after... Okay. Like, the temple was torn down and everything. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. The only reason the Apocrypha is, like, included in Catholic scripture is because, um, so when the Greeks were rewriting everything in Greek so that everybody could read it, they were like, all right, well, we want to put books together that people actually read. And then they were like, well, we got the Hebrew Bible. We got whatever these, uh, these Jews, Roman people are reading, something about some Jesus guy. And then we got these, like, I don't know, Bible studies that somebody wrote. We got your boy Thomas. Doesn't really line up with much, <laughs> but um, we'll throw it in there because, you know, make it more widely available. People might buy it if they know that that's in there. So they just put them all together, and it was part of the Septuagint, which means 70 books. And then the Catholics were like, oh, it's scripture, even though they literally just put books together. Don't learn something every day. It's like I a no collection idea. of books. Yeah. That's why they're so legalistic. <laughs> They're following yeah. the boy Thomas. Well, like in the Apocrypha, it does say, I think it's in second Enoch or third. I don't remember. There's like books of Enoch, but it says in there that uh, man is not saved by faith alone, but by works. That's a big difference. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> but then they have the rest of scripture. So have you read the Apocrypha? I read bits and pieces. I did like a study on it to see like why we don't use it. Huh. It was interesting. Cool. There's a lot of reasons we don't. Well, thanks, Candler. Yeah. Dang, Candler. Madison, did we get something from our what question? Oh, Madison Henson is here. Um, I'm not a Henson anymore. <laughs> DePisa. I am at DePisa. I've been at DePisa for a year. Yeah, you just had your one-year anniversary. Yeah, we did. It was a it was a pop quiz that Candler was trying to give See you. See how I did that? See if you've changed your name over the year. See I how I did passed. that? I slid that happy anniversary in there. <laughs> okay. So, if you follow us on Instagram, if you haven't already, go ahead and do that. Our username is just pizza on Instagram. Should be hard to find. Nope, should not be hard to find. Um, the question this week, what, or 
actually it was a couple of weeks ago. Um, we're just now getting to answer it. The question was, you wake up to find candlers standing at the end of your bed. What do you do? It's a very important predicament to think about. I hope never to it, have that situation. It could, it could happen. What would you do, Austin? What would I do? Yeah. Well, I feel like I would just go back to how I used to live when we used to live together. I'd just expect it and be like, Kayla, you want to cuddle? Is I don't that think why you're in that. here? I don't think I ever did that to you, did I? I mean, I, sometimes I thought maybe you would. But oh. there's nothing holding this man from just going through another doorway and he's going to be in my room. <laughs> I don't think I would invade your privacy privacy like that. I think I'd just be like, what up? Did you have a nightmare? <laughs> what would you do, Josh? Like, Austin, I'm scared. <laughs> I'd smile. That's it? Just That's in it. the dark, Josh just smiling back? <laughs> just smiling. Didn't you say that already happened to you when you were on a mission trip? Oh, our ceiling fan's coming out. Oh my gosh, it's coming out of the ceiling. Oh, John. It's dinner time. You're hearing it now. Yeah. Wow. Breaking news. The ceiling fan just freaking... I'll say, this is... <gasps> oh my gosh. This is a live record right here. The DePizzo ceiling fan It's came. hanging by wires. It's falling. <laughs> It's free. Free, free. free real estate. I, no. I, I think we weren't supposed to talk about Candler standing at our bed when we wake up. Yeah, we need to move on. I did do that, <laughs> though, when we were in Michigan. I did that, Josh. I forgot about did that. Do that. I, I, I got up. It was early. And I walked over and I just stood over his bed with no shirt on. All right, let's get back to the responses. <laughs> <clears throat> Repeat the question. Um... You wake up to find Candler standing at the end of your bed. What do you do? One response was, sing a silly song. <laughs> With Larry? It just says, sing a silly song. Not any specific one. I like that. The, you just see Candler, they break into a tune. <laughs> and then the next one was, bimp him? Grabs back of the neck and slams head onto the surface. Oh. oh. All right. And then someone went hardcore. Somebody on chose you. violence. They woke up and chose violence. They did. I was literally. just chilling, looking at them. And then the next one was, first, I pry my fingers off the trigger because I realize he's my son. Oh. Second, I... <laughs> Second, I say in a low, gravely sleepy voice, what's wrong? Then I would say, this better not end up on your podcast. <laughs> I think that's gravely. I like that one. That one's funny. I guess that was my dad. It was your father. Thanks, dad, for not shooting me. So, out of those three, what we you got? got? You almost got assassinated by your dad. And my dad nearly killed me in one. One of them bumped me on the head. and No, not bump. Bimp. It was oh, a bimp. One of them bimped me on the head. I don't bimp. Know. I got bimped. It's bip. <laughs> B-I-P Can oh, you I explain got, a bip? I got bipped That's what that was What's a bip? I don't know They grabbed by the back of the neck And slamming the head on the surface Treated me like, like a that one So I got bipped Nearly shot And then Silly song Sung a song too So which one would you like? Um, I would prefer the singing a song I choose okay. bip I choose bip Thanks dad for not shooting me I appreciate it It was a good reply <laughs> Pry my finger off the trigger <laughs> He that has to awesome. really try to get his finger off the tree. Reflexes. He's just like, oh. Had flashbacks to Nom. Who wrote the bip? Who, who said bip? And Brantley. Of course. Oh. So who's our winner? 
Goes the well, bip. we said bip. Oh, bip. So Morgan Brantley will get a shout out on our Morgan. Instagram. Good job, Morgan. You bip. You bip your boy. Who said they were going to sing me a silly song? Andrew Perez. Nice. He he would write that. That's awesome. Man, thanks, guys, for submitting. Thank you. Are are we going to do another one? We will submit another one. Okay. Yeah, we'll submit another question. Later. We'll we'll post it later. So I have another life question. I I like those when we go back and relive memories. Uh, Mine for this week is, what is something that you regret you did and you wish you could change it. So for me, you don't have to go super deep, but like, I like how he looked right at me and yeah, said, you don't, you don't have, have to go, go super, super deep. deep. <laughs> but for me, I think back to when I was in middle school, me and my friend, we thought it would be funny now that we we're no longer able to go trick or treating because we were too old that we, instead of giving the treats, we do the tricks. Oh. So we dressed up and we scared children on Halloween. Why do you regret that? Like, because... That's awesome. Okay, so at first it was cool, right? <laughs> but nowadays, me thinking back on it, like, we would hide at the house, like, at the front. These little children are walking up, and we just sprint out of the darkness. Oh, I wore a scream awesome. mask <laughs> with, like, full black, so, like, no one saw me. And I, like, would scare the crap out of these, yeah, like, the five-year-olds. And at the time, I was like, this is awesome. But now I really regret it because I'm afraid I like gave them PTSD for like Halloween. It's Halloween. I wonder how they're doing now. You traumatized <laughs> them. I know. I hope it didn't cause them to stumble. They're in prison. They've like <laughs> in a reaction to that, like to overcome their fear. They've gone on like serial killing sprees, like to overcome their fear of the Chunk. screen guy. But yeah, we did it two years in a row, and I really regret doing it. Wow. Obviously, not enough to not do it the second year. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome at the time, but. Now, looking back, I'm like, that was kind of mean. That was really mean to these little children who didn't do anything. They're just wearing, like, Power Ranger costumes. They just want candy. Buzz Lightyear. And this boy comes sprinting out of the darkness. With a knife. (laughs) Yeah. That is kind of awesome. So, that's me. I regret doing that. Hmm. Hmm. Things I regret. You got anything, Josh? He regrets nothing. Yeah. Um, maybe I regret, oh, uh, me and my brother got in a fight one time, and I threw a slipper at him, and then we started, and he slammed me on the ground on my neck, and it really hurt my neck after a couple days. I told him I wanted him to die. (laughs) Holy crap. But then I was immediately like, okay, I don't want, I don't want you to die. I was, I was joking about that. Holy crap. Yeah, that was that's one of a, the many fights. That's a deep insult. I know. I want you to die. It, I, it was more like, <laughs> I can't wait for the day you die. Wow. I don't, I don't remember Oh, my how. gosh. Yeah. I think I was like middle school-ish. I'll say that dark, dark Josh days. <laughs> Had a lot of issues. It's okay, Josh. <laughs> um, so I, I was trying to think of things that I regretted, and... Um, to, I'm going to go back more than six months ago to come up with things that I regret doing. Um, so when I was in, I think it was fifth grade, um, uh, mom and dad, if you're listening to this, just don't. Um, so when I was in fifth grade, um, I think that's when I learned curse words. Um, and then there was this girl at the table who every, 
every year she was in my class and she aggravated me. And she was like, every year she'd be like, oh, this year I'm going to move away. And then we were all like, yay. And then she wouldn't. Um, So then we're like, oh, you're still here. And she's like, well, yeah, we ended up not moving. And we're like, oh. And then at the end of the year she'd be like, we're moving away. And then we're like, yay. And then she would be there the next year. Um, I actually graduated high school with her. Um, An emotional roller coaster. Um, I I feel bad about this. Um, But we were at lunch one day and she said something to me. And she just had a way of getting under my skin. And I cussed her out at the table. Dang. Um, what what choice words? You don't have don't to repeat even, it. I don't but remember. I think I'm okay. trying to like block what I said. I just remember I cussed her out. And it was like not like a few cuss words. It was like it was an extensive monologue. Wow. Um, so many. And she got up. And went to the bathroom crying. <laughs> and, um, oh man. Yeah. She went home and was like, can we actually move? <laughs> yeah. Can we do it already. So that, that is one thing I regret doing. Wow. Man. Um, the bully. And, and yeah. 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 So I went from, I cussed out a little girl when I was a little boy. And, and then like, I think I was in, I think I, I think it was like 11th grade when I went like cold turkey on cussing and I was like, okay, this has got to stop. So, yeah. Wow. I just remembered one that I used to do. Uh, We had this kid who had autism in my class. His name was, um, actually, never mind. Um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't share. doxing people. Should probably not. Call him Martin. Yeah. So we had this kid. He had autism. His name's Martin. And he was pretty funny. Um, But (laughs) me and my friends... Like he did, he would do this thing, where he would hit himself in the balls. If you would say you're telling on him, he would hit himself. Yes. Oh so gosh. we would be like, "Ooh, Martin, I'm telling on you." He was like, "No way!" Hit himself in the balls, <laughs> and we just <laughs> would laugh. It was so bad. Oh my it was God. so terrible thinking about it. Freaking Martin. He's a he was a funny guy, but um, he's no longer gonna have little Martins. <laughs> Probably not. Oh, not wow. A, not the amount of times that we said we were going to tell on him. Poor Martin. <laughs> Boy didn't even know what was going on. He really didn't. Well, thanks for being honest, guys. I hope this time was humbling. <laughs> no, it's something I've been regretting for a while, so... <laughs> <laughs> Get that off your chest. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, yeah, I was a big bully in, like, middle school. Yeah, me too. And elementary school. There was very little Christ in my heart. <laughs> yeah, my poor brother, Tyler, I used to boss him around all the time. Tyler. I'm so sorry for him. Sorry, okay. Tyler. Well, my sister is a demon in my family. So, oh, yeah. My sister, I've talked to her recently about it. And she's like, Yeah, I remember you would get in trouble for doing things that you didn't do, but you got in trouble <laughs> for it because I told mom and dad you did it. Dang. And, and I don't know why I did it. Sometimes I just did it. <laughs> I was like, Oh, I mean, yeah. Cool. Like, Thanks. I can sympathize. And then she was like, "I'll do that to David." And then when I realized, like, when you got aggravated with me, aggravating you, that got you in more trouble. <laughs> so then I would just <laughs> aggravate you, just so that you'd get aggravated, because then you'd get in trouble. And I was like, "She was a demon." Thanks. And she's like, "Yeah, I'm Dang. sorry." <laughs> wow. We, we've come a long way. That's wow. Good. That's I, good. I love my sister. I hated her at the time. Oh. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah. It was just a season. Yeah, yeah, it was a long season. It was like <laughs> 16 years. Whew. Man, what can 16 years do to you? Uh, mm. 
Well, good. Well, thanks lot. for sharing, guys. All right. We can hey, move Josh. on before it gets too depressing. <laughs> now it's time to be convicted. All right. I thought it already so, was. No. Now you're convicted. Oh, okay. So I got some personal problems with specific people. Uh-oh. Um, this is, is a more general thing I feel like is trending nowadays with Christians, um, who's people who say they're Christians, um, but they decide they don't want to go to church. So I have one coworker. He, um, he's a dad, and he has kids, and he... Like he goes to church and he calls himself a Christian and he do he does Christian things I guess. Like what? Uh, like watch the chosen. <laughs> <laughs> That's a trademark right what there. A, what a Christian. Talk about fruit. That's how you know they're a Christian. I know. And they fill their free time with it. And then he's like, oh yeah, we didn't go to church today because you know we were just tired. But it's like stuff like that. I'm just mm. like, huh? Like I like and then his. He has an interesting tongue, um, the way he uses it. Anyway, he sounds like me in fifth grade. This is yeah. yeah. This is all to say. Well, he doesn't. He does. He's not that bad. He'll he'll use it more as like. No one said that bad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, he would do it as like a reaction, or like to emphasize something. I guess. Uh, yeah. So oh, it's not gotcha. necessarily like he's using every other word. Yeah. But anyway. <clears throat> But then I have another person who just doesn't go to church, but they're like, yeah, like I do church at home mm. or like I read I have my time in my Bible or I like I listen to like different pastors on podcasts or whatever. And I'm just like, I feel like they're just missing it. Like I obviously they're missing it, but it's just like I want to, I guess, hear your thoughts on like people who are like that. If you know yeah. people like that. Yeah. Um, how do you navigate a conversation with, with like, you need to go to church or you're not actually a Christian mm. or people, or, or even people who like say, Oh, I don't, I don't call myself a Christian. I call myself something else. Like, or I'm not religious. Or like, it's a relationship. <laughs> or like, I don't call myself a Christian. Like I read the Bible or something like that. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Like something like that. Or like, I don't know. Like it's kind of going against, yeah. I feel like there's a scale of like what you do based on where they're at. Cause like if it's somebody who like you talk to them a good bit and you're like, okay, this person is a Christian. Like they understand the gospel and they understand that Christ died. But for some reason they just aren't listening to the whole, like do not forsake the assembling of yourself together part when Jesus says that. Um, I, I feel like at that point, then you can kind of call them out for that. But then if you're talking to them and they're just like, well, I don't feel the need to go to church. You know, I'm not really, I don't call myself a Christian. I, I read the Bible though. And like, you know, Jesus is cool. Then you kind of share the gospel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it goes back, I think as well, like some people really get hurt by the church and then they're, they're scarred by Cause say they went to a really unhealthy body of believers and, or said, you know, they were believers and then like, that's their image of the church and they don't want to go back cause they think it's always going to be like that. Um, I would just probably point them to scripture and be like, okay, well, what is church? Let's talk about this. And mm -hmm. it's like, well, it's described as the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And why is this important? Because it's described as multiple members coming together to create a beautiful picture of Christ at the head that all comes together and glorifies Christ to accomplish his purpose. So that's what I would do. I would just point it back to the Bible and be like, so what about your opinion 
aligns with scripture. Right. Yeah. And if it doesn't align with that, then I would say you aren't a Christian because what are you basing your life upon? Is it upon the Bible and how God has revealed it? Or is it just how you feel, you know? Yeah. Right. I would also say a good way to go about it. Um, this is just something that I found, um, when I worked at coffee shops and, you know, sometimes you can't necessarily share the gospel, uh, cause, uh, some people either will get offended very quickly just cause you have a relationship with them. And you, you know, like as soon as you reference Jesus, they shut down. Um, but I think a good way of going about it is like, just have a conversation with them and be like, Oh really? Like, that's what you believe. All right. Well, like explain that. Like, why do you, cause like I talked to one guy and he was telling me like, he didn't believe, like he didn't go to church. He grew up Christian, but like now he kind of has like his own thing that he follows. And I was like, Oh really? Like what, what does that look like? And so he started explaining to me that like, he doesn't believe in going to heaven or hell based on like how good or bad you are. But like at the end of your life, when you die, if you were a good person, then you would be thinking about the good things you did. And so you would get like a good afterlife because that's what you're thinking about. And if you're a bad person, then you'd think of all the bad things you did and you'd get a bad afterlife because you're thinking about it. And so like, I would just be like, oh, well, how does that make you feel? Like, if you believe that, like, how, how does that make, like, how does that, you know, change the way that you navigate your life, um, in terms of how you treat people and how you go about work and interactions with people? Like, what are you striving towards and just kind of trying to get him to dig deeper into what he believes as opposed to you digging deeper into it. Right. Kind so, of just like, what's the foundation of yeah. why you believe what you believe? Cause with that, it'd be like, well, so could I stab you right now and like kill you? And then <laughs> when I go to die, I'll just think happy, good stuff. Yeah. And I'm guaranteed to go to a good place. Which is something we talked about. Like I even asked him, I was like, so like if you live your whole life, like not caring and at the well, end, just think good stuff. Or the opposite. You're good. Or the opposite, like yeah, you, right. you are like your mother Teresa basically, and like everyone in the world knows that you're a good person, but then you're driving down the road and a kid walks out in front of you and you run him over and then you have a heart attack because of how guilt, how guilty you feel about the fact that you ran over this kid who ran out in front of you and now you're laying on your deathbed and you die stricken with guilt over this kid and yeah. you go to hell for it. Yeah. And I think to the other proposition of like, what if it's someone who says they're not a Christian, but they read the Bible and be like, well, you don't have to go to church because you're not a follower of Christ. You don't have to go. <laughs> if you already don't associate with other believers, then yeah. you can do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a bit more gently, but yeah. Of course. Yeah. In a gentler way. But at the instance that they don't even yeah. claim to be with Christ, it's like, you could live how you want. You know, that's your own standard that you're choosing to live by. If yeah. you don't identify as part of the family, then there's no point in trying to make it to the family meetings right right that's so, true yeah, yeah i was I, I was thinking about like how jesus was like if you're going to be ashamed of me then mm -hmm. i'll be ashamed of you kind yeah, of right. thing just like for that instance of like christianity like oh i don't call myself christian it's like that's exactly what jesus was saying yeah. like you don't want people to feel like you don't want to feel ashamed for being called that just because like people have put like, yeah, there's been bad Christians, mm -hmm. but they don't represent what Christianity is. I mean, like, Christians, if you want to call them Christians or whatever, uh, just because they get a bad name in the culture for right. being mm -hmm. slimy. <laughs> I think a, a final thought that I have recently, um, our pastor, John Ross, preached over this exact same thing in the book of, it was First Corinthians, where Paul talks about the church being like the body of Christ. He uses a human body as an example of like 
all the different members with their own gifts and abilities all coming together for one beautiful purpose of Christ at the head. Um, but he said an example of like when people have this perspective of, you know, they're going to do their own thing and not really go to church and do their own thing is like, we'll say that there's a hand and that hand is cut off from the body. You're still going to see it on the ground and be like, that's a hand, you know, but it's not growing. It's decaying over time. There's nothing that's going to it to help it be a part of anything. It's not being fed by anything. It's not accomplishing anything. It's not yeah. helping the other body of believers at all. And so, like, that's just the importance of being surrounded by other Christians and being a part of a local body is that you are well-fed, you're nourished, and you can help accomplish a greater goal, greater than you could do on your own with other people around you. I think also, kind of going to, like, a video that Josh and I watched, and I think Austin watched this with us, or watched it with us, um, but just kind of, like, uh, looking at churches and modern times how a lot of more progressive churches are christian but if you look at what they believe and what they confess to believe they're not they don't even believe in the bible they don't believe in christ like that would be kind of offensive to them to say that like oh christ says that you need to go to church and like be part of the family and christ says like you know don't kill people and or that like, he's the only way yeah I, i'm the only way <laughs> um and so, but I think along those lines, just kind of continuing on the idea of talking to the person and figuring out why they believe what they believe. I think with a lot of people, they mistake and don't necessarily like, I mean, it makes sense when you get angry about something, you don't usually logically think things through. And so when you're hurt, you easily, and we see this a lot in America, you just put this person wronged me, everyone that identifies with blank is the same way yeah. and they don't look past that. And so like asking them, okay, why don't you think that it's important to go to church? Like what is the reason that you don't want to go to church? And then if they're like, well, my pastor said that abortion is bad, then you can be like, okay, well, like why do you feel the way you feel about that? And you can kind of like dig into that as yeah. opposed to like kind of pulling out the bird shot and shooting it at them and hoping yeah. that the gospel hits them somewhere. Right. Right. Get to the core of yeah. where the hurt is, you know. It's always better to use one bullet from a sniper rifle than a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for that personal <laughs> conviction, Josh. That's a very important question and a good thing to good thing to think about. You're welcome. Did, did, did that help at all? Yeah. Yeah. Just mow them down with a minigun. Okay. Let's just not of, do that. Of the gospel. Okay. Of love. Of love. And caring, caring, understanding, Jack, Jack, truth. Jack Jesus jumps off the cross, rips out the cross, and uses it as a minigun. Have you seen <laughs> Jack that? Jesus? No, I've not seen that. There's a game, completely off topic. There's a game where it's like somebody made Mortal Kombat, but using religious figures. Yeah, I've seen that. Austin, you've seen it too. I want to play it. Well, Jesus is like on the cross, and he, he breaks like flexes, down. and the edges of like the cross where his hands are nailed into it, the wood breaks off, <laughs> oh and he has like gosh. clubs on the edges of his fists, and then he like breaks his feet off, and the bottom of it like comes off, and he's got like pieces of wood on his feet. Wow! And he's just like standing there with a crown of thorns on his head, and he's got like a little loincloth on, and he's just like standing there completely. Like this man is the most muscular man I've ever seen. Well, yeah, he's God. And it looks like he's God. been doing like that water fast where like they get all the water out of their skin. So it's just like nothing but muscle shred. Yeah. Shred. So wow. yeah, he comes down and he beats up Buddha. So yeah. Awesome for y'all to think about. 
Okay. Jesus fighting Buddha. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Oh, somebody should draw that. No, please don't. Don't draw that. Don't do it. Jesus pummeling like, Buddha. But like the, the Buddha you see in like restaurants where he's like really small and like fat and got a bald head. Not like a ripped Buddha, but like. <laughs> Maybe he's got abs under it, you know? I mean, Maybe he's hiding it. It does, technically. That's right. He's got a keg on top, though. Protect him. Well, good. We'll, we'll see y'all next week. Yeah. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Y'all have a, a good week. Bye. See y'all. G-bye. Boom. Boom. Bye. Goodbye. You're listening to Candler ASMR. Why are you still here? Go away. We're done. We're done. It's like a Marvel's movie. (laughs) Stop listening. Go home. It's time to get out. Enjoy your drive. Go be go be the church now. Join a community group or something. For real. Stop being a loser. Come on, dude. Hey, hey, love them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love you. (laughs) Bye. Homie that covers his back all the time That was high